0: And my Shyamalan S- movie has S- a S- twist, Matthew! No! S- yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host Adam Porches, and I'm back yet again with Matt Smith.
1: Everybody, I'm here.
0: He's here. We're here. We're
1: here. We had a, uh, a week off. Yeah. Uh, inadvertently, I think we just had kind of like some post Dragon Con catch up time to uh-huh. get down with. Uh, and I'll be honest, I,
0: I had something, there was something that I was going to put in the feed, it was a little late, but you know what, this I swear, I will put it in the feed this week, so technically I'm going to count this as a, as a makeup. So you're going to get this episode and an interview episode I did with a uh, local comedian here in Charlotte, friend of mine for many years, uh, Chesney Goodson, I'm going to release that this week. I'm putting it on the mic and recording it now just so, uh, you know, if I don't do it, I'm going to look like a complete asshole. <laughs>
1: Well, it won't be the first
0: time. Well, that's this much is true, and probably not the last.
1: So yeah, we're uh, we're sorry for the like unannounced nature of that uh, break. We probably should have counted on it. Yeah, uh, honestly, um, but stupidly, I assumed that I would be able to see uh, the transporter last week, and I fucking was not able to.
0: Well, I don't know whose benefit that was more for, the movies or yours. Uh, well, we'll talk- I saw it this week, so we'll talk about it. <laughs> so, we have a ton of stuff to talk about this week, everybody. Uh, so, like Matt said, uh, we're going to make up for last week. We're going to give you uh, the Transporter Refuel, the uh, sequel that no one asked for. Uh, <laughs>
1: the sequel, remake, remaster, reboot, reboot fucking uh, spin off. I don't know. Where everybody's got the same character name. I don't know. Whatever.
0: We're going to talk about it. Uh, and then we're also gonna jump into uh, the, the you know the movies that came out last week. number one and number two no less. We're gonna talk about the perfect guy. Uh, now I'm sure some of you have seen this movie and you probably put it off. when I mentioned in my Facebook post and, and I saw it as in yours as well, people were like no. I think this movie is going to surprise some people with our opinions of it. I think. That's a guess. I don't know. I We haven't talked. You and I haven't talked, so we don't know. We have know. not
1: discussed anything from so this week.
0: So it's going to be very interesting. And then we're also going to be talking uh, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong has come back. I have to do it because everyone else does. Uh, we're going to be talking okay. about his. Uh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I Honest to God, felt stupid doing it. And I was just like, the second it came out of my mouth, I was like, that was a mistake. Oh, well. I'm going to live with it as, know, as I do know, with most other things. He hates it when you do that. <laughs> oh. Ooh ooh, ooh. ooh. ooh.
1: I'm just calling back.
0: Make me feel bad. Who cares?
1: I'm just doing a call back to my uh, <laughs> Jessica Chastain phone
0: That's true. Um, so M. Night Shyamalan's got a new movie out. Uh, you
1: know, it's kind of been
0: people's good list for the last couple of years here but has he redeemed himself in this found footage uh horror uh film i guess we can call it a horror film yeah would you classify it as that more or less the visit as a horror film yeah uh yeah sure yeah i mean you know not it's not like a slasher or nothing but i mean that's as as much as i got for it
1: because i hate the word thriller
0: yeah, thrillers just kind of... Uh, because well, that's,
1: that's the highbrow bullshit distinction, right? Yeah,
0: because, I mean, Silence of the Lambs, had it not won an Oscar, would have been called a horror movie. Well, but it was specifically
1: because, called a thriller to make it an Oscar nominee. Precisely. A that's Bible what, Oscar. That's
0: what, I, that's what I'm saying. Is that It's just like, oh, you throw this on it, it's not a horror movie, this is a thriller. It's bullshit terminology.
1: R- right. Yeah, I mean, thrillers are uh, things like uh, North by Northwest. Yeah. Or, uh, right like exactly that's that's bond's, a thriller yeah, that's sort of, that's a thriller
0: yeah those are action thrillers and shit like that well maybe yes. not north by northwest so much but bonds but yeah absolutely and so but yeah so this uh, i'm gonna call it a horror movie and uh but did in night uh, kind of has he stepped up to the plate for once in a while uh number two at the box office so at least people were interested enough in seeing it but who cares what people think what do we think because we're not
1: the real. real question is is it better than after earth and i will answer that shortly
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's get into it proper. Uh, Matt. Yes. What have you been watching lately?
1: Well, I've got a couple of things to talk about. Uh, First, I want to talk about the Scream TV series, which I've discussed a little bit on the show before, but which is now completed. It ended uh, two weeks ago, I think. Okay. Um, I have to say it's good. It's quite good. I really enjoyed that show. Uh, everybody on it was uh, quite amazing. Um, it has a major flaw, though, and the biggest uh, flaw here is that uh, the main character of Emma, mm-hmm. she's no Sydney Prescott. Ooh, snap! Right. So, so it has a weak lead uh, or a weakly written lead, um, and then the uh, because of that, perhaps everything at the end feels a little rushed um, with the killer's reveal and all that sort of stuff. But I was interested in how they adapted the film, I, the ideas of the film into a TV show and then made it meta about creating a TV show out of a slasher film. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course they pretty much solved that problem by making it a, a mystery um, but it was still like pretty gory uh, at times, and some of the kills were really good. Um, hmm. In in particular, uh, one of the guys that uh, dies, her—I can't even remember his name—Emma's uh, boyfriend, right? Uh, so if you're if you've been interested, you've been on the fence. I'm going to give Scream a go ahead and check it out. Um, I think probably though, most people who were interested have already watched it. Uh, with yeah. very few exceptions. Uh, the other thing I watched this week is a movie that came out direct to video earlier this year. And mostly I watched it this week uh, because, uh, well, we watched the Transporter remake. And uh, I needed some Jason Statham in my life. <laughs> so I went and I watched the movie Wild Card. Uh,
0: I remember seeing stuff for this, but I think it was like it was a in and out, man.
1: Well, it, uh, it pretty much was direct to video. Um, yeah, it was just like, it, hey, here's a thing.
0: By the way, no, it's not. <laughs>
1: Goodbye. Um, but it has kind of an interesting pedigree. So uh, the director, of course, is uh, Simon West, who previously teamed up with Statham to make The Mechanic and then directed, I think, the second Expendables movie. Um, but who is, you know, most well known probably. Uh, for uh, his work on uh, things like Con Air and mm-hmm. the first Tomb Raider film. Um, a, a serviceable director, but not really... Yeah, he's,
0: he's um, not amazing, but it's just like to get a, a guy who can do some decent enough action and...
1: Yeah. Here's the interesting thing, though. This movie has a screenplay by none other than William Goldman. Oh,
0: Oscar winner William
1: Goldman. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can kind of tell, uh, but it's, it's a weird movie, so it's not necessarily a straightforward action flick. Uh, Jason Statham does get to beat some ass as uh, as private bodyguard Nick Wilde. It's in my
0: contract. I have to be able to beat yeah. somebody's fucking head in.
1: Well, and he does, and it's really good. The action stuff is good, just like in The Mechanic, which was probably about as good overall as this movie. The action stuff is why you should see it. Um, but uh it's an interesting little movie where he plays a uh bodyguard who has a gambling problem um but it's it's not action all the time like some of statham's other movies uh he actually has to act a little bit which is always nice to see because i i think jason statham can act in Mm -hmm. fact uh one of my favorite roles for him was uh the bank job right oh yeah great movie um and, and so this one was all right. It was, it's short. It's like 90 minutes or so. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to also give that one a recommendation. If you're just in need of some Jason Statham, it's better than the one, uh, where, uh, what's his face tries to kidnap his daughter or whatever. Uh, that home front movie with, uh, Man. James Franco, that one. Uh, it's also better than Parker, which is sad to say, cause I, I kind of liked Parker, but, uh, but, you know, being that hmm. Parker was a remake of, of a very good movie with Lee Marvin in it, uh, as well as uh, sort of a remake of uh, that Mel Gibson movie, Payback, um, because they're all the same characters. I still love right? Payback. Uh, oh, I like Payback. I'm not saying. I'm just saying this oh, is yeah. Parker's weakness, right, uh, oh, yeah. from a couple of years ago, <laughs> is that it was a remake of a remake, sort of. Um, anyway, uh, mm. Wild Card, worth uh curious check uh if you have the time or the inclination i would say and so that's what i've been watching scream definitely check it out if you want to wild card uh if that's your thing go for it it was not bad hmm. what about you brother what you've been watching well uh the big oh jesus uh-huh.
0: big uh the, jesus. i've been, been watching big baby jesus uh okay so Sounds all good. all odbs uh <laughs> Posthumous uh release album uh uh-huh. Um no so he's got your money he, he, he yeah I, so i better uh <laughs> <laughs> um so i've been watch i haven't watched a whole lot here um but the uh the big thing that i got to see uh just before um just before Dragon Con was uh i went out in the back alley film series uh had a screening of Turbo Kid Uh, This new film that's uh, from, I want to say, it feels like, I think it's like either like an Aussie New Zealand or New Zealand Aussie kind of thing. I don't know which country is the more involved, (laughs) if you will. Uh, But this is kind of a, it's a a post-apocalyptic world of, I think, 1997, if memory serves. Yeah. uh, barren Wasteland and everything. And there's this kid that kind of rides around on his, on his bicycle. This has been best described as Mad Max meets BMX bandits. And that's pretty, that's pretty damn accurate.
1: Um, I'm down so far. It is New Zealand, by the way. I just yeah. I yet.
0: know they had a little, maybe there was a little help. Canada
1: from was the co-production.
0: I one. forget. It's been a while. And I uh, just—I I don't at
1: take it. notes. I know. I'm just looking at it right now. I'm <laughs> filling in. Fair I'm enough. I'm doing the co. I'm doing the fucking Ed McMahon. What do you want me to do?
0: You laugh at my jokes, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just there, you go. Thank you. All right. So, uh, um, this movie is a boatload of fun. Um, if you if you like kind of like the throwbacky, here's the thing. We we've talked about it on the show before. Um movies that try to be kind of grindhousey can come off as crap. You know? Uh-huh. Uh ever, ever since, you know, uh Tarantino and Rodriguez put out Grindhouse, there's been kind of a slew of uh you know, throwbacky grindhouse-esque sort of movies and everything, and most of them have sucked. There're a handful every now and then are like, "Ooh, that's that's pretty good. I like this kind of idea." Uh but this one, uh, this one works for the most part. Um, he meets a, uh, a a girl in the. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because some of it is, is is revealing kind of stuff. Uh, but he meets a girl who's also the this lone kid who's been kind of surviving for a long time out in the middle of this kind of barren wasteland and stuff, riding his bike around, reading comic books. Uh, meets this girl and you know, they kind of start going on adventures and stuff. But we find out how we have like the. Um, I'm sorry, my brain's just kind of farting on me, so I got to pick up the right the the fucking iPad here and figure. out, I'm like, who is in this thing again? Um, yeah. So you have obviously there's there's a big giant you know badass in there the entire time.
1: Michael Ironside.
0: Michael Ironside is, and first of all, Michael Ironside um does not look like he used to.
1: <laughs> he does. Well, he's, why still, would he's old.
0: Well, I know it's just like one of those things. Just start. You know, you you watch Scanners eight hundred times, and you're just like, well. That's, with, the way that guy looks and it's just like oh yeah that was 35 years ago <laughs> so there's a difference but um
1: i think you might also be the only person uh i've ever say watch watch scanners all the time yeah i love scanners it's not a slight no i don't want to watch it all the time
0: no maybe not all the time but you're a weirdo i okay all right so i've watched <laughs> scanners maybe once every four or five years
1: and okay so i own it
0: on the criterion so you know I, i've watched it in fairly recent order um <laughs> but uh so he plays kind of like the uh the ruler of all this and there's kind of almost there's so many elements of other movies in this but but in a good way but not in like a kind of a like oh look at him just really uh leeching off of what has previously come so eventually he gets all these there's there is a uh, a water sh- shortage <laughs> in this place. Uh and there is a thunderdome-esque sort of fighting ring. It's not there's no dome or anything, but there is a fighting arena with which, you know, competitors uh do battle against each other. And uh for offering and stuff. I I don't want to give too much away because half of the fun of this movie is the absurdity of everything that goes on and the weirdness of everything. Uh but what could be a really crappy kind of, you know, grind grindhousey sort of ripoff sort of thing, uh actually worked for me. The soundtrack is great. Uh it it's fun enough, and uh I, I'd highly recommend it actually.
1: All right. Well I can't wait to see it. It was kind of a, a, a secret phenomenon, if that makes sense. Uh like an in the know kind of thing at Dragon Con.
0: Yeah. There was, like, it was, uh, it was like, but it's so, like, it's bloody. It's, um, it's got some great kills in it, some very inventive kind of stuff. I mean, and it's tough to get inventive with kills these days because we've seen just about everything you could figure out. But, I mean, if you like, uh, you know, if you like the kind of Japanese things where somebody gets an arm chopped off and blood is just spurting everywhere or, or, an ar- or a head goes or gets chopped right in half and then flies off and, you know, does all kinds of crazy shit and, and uh, you know, robots and uh, one-eyed, one-eyed people, and uh, it, just fucking watch it. It's a, it's a blast all right. with a straight throwback to all the 80s and, uh, you know, kind of 90s and stuff. It's fun. Uh, other than that, that's about it for me, if Feel like no, that's it. Yeah. Uh, What'd you guys watch on the? Uh, we watched X Men this superhero. week on uh, on uh, on yes. HMP, and uh, I gotta say, holds up. Yeah, I holds up pretty well. I'm not a
1: huge fan of that movie. <laughs> the, but uh, the
0: last the last the last bit you know, it the last bit is not super strong. It looks uh-huh. like they ran out of money and stuff when they get to the uh to the Statue of Liberty type stuff. It looks like they ran out of a little bit of money. But it's surprising how much of that movie, you know, while not perfect, still works pretty darn well. I I, I found myself enjoying it a lot more than I thought that I would. Because I think initially, like, I, I, you know, walking out of the theater in 2000, I'd have been like, nope, perfect, great fucking movie. That's, that was amazing because, you know, they really didn't do them quite like that at the at the particular time. Right. And then, uh, you know, if you'd asked me before I watched this, I'm like, I'd probably give that, you know, middle of the road. But, um, you know, I ended up actually going a little bit higher. So, but... Yeah, I'm. I re- I recommend you go back and watch X Men because I think it's it's been a while that you've had enough time displaced and we've seen enough shitty superhero films. It might be nice to see a you know one that's halfway decent. And it really so much of it relies really on. I mean, obviously the mainstays that have been there the most, which is Hugh Jackman, E. McKellen, and uh, Patrick Stewart and boy do they care and even Anna Paquin's actually really good in it so you know it's fun you know Storm always still sucks Sabertooth and Toad suck but you know I mean if you can kind of get past oh, some of that shit man you know we talk about that a travesty that. we talk a little bit about it I'll listen but uh, good stuff alright so let's get into it we got three movies uh, this one I don't know how long we're going to take to talk about this this is probably going to be a quickie here's a trailer for uh, The Transporter Refueled
2: I think this is the first time someone's held a gun to my head. You're gonna make me late. And I hate being late. Oh, look, uh, Miss Unknown is calling again. And what would make you think that Unknown is a miss? I'm just guessing. Okay, Dad. Is this the transporter? (laughs) Are you like now? Where are the packages? What's this? He should go. Out the car, all of you now. No one's getting out of the car. Now drive. Seatbelts now. Perhaps we'll work together again in the future. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. The Mediterranean bank has been robbed before. But never like this. The driver, he's known as a transporter. We will make him pay.
0: May I be of some assistance? Hello, Frank.
1: Who is this? You and your friends took something from me, and I've taken something from you. I'll give you 12 hours to find your father before I kill him.
2: I'm in this because of you and so is my dad. So we're going to see Carousel.
1: Do we have a choice?
2: Not really.
0: Right, that was a trailer for the transporter refueled. Our first new release review of this week. IMDb plotline always always correct, one hundred percent. We all know that. Uh, in the south of France, former special ops mercenary Frank Martin in uh, rather <clears throat> enters into a game of chess with a femme fatale and her three sidekicks who are looking for revenge against a sinister Russian kingpin. This is directed by uh, uh, Camille Delmire. Delmire, sure. Delamar probably. Delamar, nah, that's probably that's a, probably better. Uh, starring Ed Scaren, S- Lone Ed Screen or Scrine, I don't know. Oh, fucking hell, Ray Stevenson. Um, yeah, that's it. Bunch that's of all fuckers, you, need to you know. know. That's all you know.
1: Uh, I.
0: Let's start here. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the other
1: transporter flicks? Over the top, ridiculous. They're all right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like the first one well enough. Everything else is like, it, it's okay, but like... I think
1: the third one's better than the second one. I don't know that. I, if, I feel not, like I've seen the third example, one, but I don't know. There's for example, a car that flips over and has a bomb stripped off of it by a uh, crane in the third one, for example. <laughs> for
0: example.
1: Um, um, here's what I find weird about them. Don't you think it's weird that... Uh, so those first three movies increasingly get over the top with their uh, action sets, right? Uh-huh. Specifically the stunts involving the car. Um, in this one, very much grounded in a form of reality. It's still heightened, right? Yeah. But it's not doing crazy shit, uh, like like Flipping, uh, over to have bombs stripped off of it, right?
0: There aren't bazookas going off in buildings.
1: Right. Um, so don't you find it odd that that's the direction that the Transporter franchise has taken, given that uh, Fast and the Furious went the opposite direction? Yeah,
0: let's get it back to the grassroots, guys.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Just odd, I thought. Uh, here here's something. Um, I don't understand this franchise, though. I like, I know that it's no longer tied to the first three films at all. There's been two seasons of a show, right. Where the, uh, which is now on Netflix here in the U S, um, where the main character is also named Frank Martin. Uh, Um, yeah. And the like episodes all follow the same general flow of the films where like Frank gets a job. There's some complication, Where his rules have to be broken, and then by the end of the episode, it's like taken care of. Um, Jeez,
0: a transport of the week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so now we have Transporter Refueled, which I'm guessing is supposed to launch a new series of films.
0: God, I hope not.
1: I I don't see why it wouldn't. There's no way this movie's going to lose money. Internationally, well, but that's the, whole reason that's the, first the thing one got three, right? Like, yeah, uh, it's why we got three taken movies, it's why, um, it's why there was another hitman. Here's the thing, mm-hmm.
0: discounting hitman, Ed Scarron is no, uh, he, he's no Liam Neeson, he's mm-hmm. he's no, um, he, he's, he's 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 no, um, he's no Statham, no Statham. I, I just don't, I mean, <sighs> I don't know, man. Uh, I, look, here's the thing. I don't think like the idea, everything, it's not, uh-huh. this movie's not terrible. It's just not really good.
1: N- no. And you, well, you know what they do that I think kills it for me is, uh, they make the character of Frank emotional. Uh, in a way that he's not when Statham's in charge, right? right. Like Statham always has a weak weakness in those films for the person in trouble. But they give him an extra weakness here, where it's not just he's going to do the right thing. It is also his dad's in trouble. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think that does not work as well, as much as I liked Ray Stevenson in this movie.
0: Oh, no, he was one of the highlights of the movie, actually. Uh-huh.
1: Always one of the highlights of the movie. He
0: was he was really great. He was a lot of fun and I'm just like, can we follow this guy?
1: <laughs> but but I will say I, I did not hate walking out of this movie. Um it worked for what it is. Uh some of the action stuff was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Um I didn't know how the plot was going to turn out other than of course, like that, the women were all going to get one over on the bad guy because that's how these things go. Right. Um, but the specifics, right. I, I didn't know where it was heading. Um, that, that's kind of all I need to say on it. It's not awful, but it's not great. Uh, if you're interested in what a Transporter movie is like without Jason Statham, or if you've seen the show and you're okay with just watching generic Frank Martin because that's now just like this every guy. Generic Martin. Apparently. Uh, you know. Ooh, ooh, one, ooh. What if it's like...
0: What if it's like a superhero thing where they all become Frank Martin? Uh-huh. Like that's a mantle well, that gets passed I've, on, I, like the, the spirit And or I've
1: wondered, too, if it's phantom. like a thing where anybody in that business in... Europe they just go by Frank Barn. yeah um I doubt it because I don't think that any of the screenwriters including Luke Besson are that clever
0: probably not
1: um and it's certainly never hinted at or mentioned that that's the thing right and that would be something that they would throw in there because Luke Basson never never had an idea he didn't throw into one of his screenplays <laughs> uh and I like Luke Besson I'm just yeah. saying right um I, I, whatever, Transporter got refueled, guys. We're we're in for another trio of Transporter movies. That's my prediction on this.
0: um I'm gonna write this bit like I well like like, like uh like I'm a newspaper writer. Uh-huh. Transporter refueled runs out of gas pretty quick. Ooh, oh, oh. ooh! I could make forty thousand dollars a year writing for a newspaper with
1: Transporter like that. refueled. Gets by on the fumes of Ray Stevenson.
0: Ooh, that's not bad either. That's a ooh, that could be no no. So gets by on the on the fumes of Ray Stevenson. That's the subtitle to the to the headline. Okay. There you go.
1: That's well, it. I, I guess we just <laughs> reviewed that movie. We
0: reviewed the shit out of that uh, movie.
1: Now, what are we gonna talk
0: about? Now we're gonna jump on to the perfect guy. Mm, right. Something I've heard Matt say many a many a time. Uh so here is the trailer for the perfect guy. Take a listen.
2: I want a husband and children. <laughs> I'm just not ready. I can't wait for you anymore. I don't want to lose you. I don't either. Three
0: reasons why I shouldn't buy you a drink. I'm sorry I'm late. You look beautiful.
2: Why are you still standing here? Walk away. Walk away. I looked over and you looked like you needed a little help. Same bite like a diamond. No man in your life? Not anymore. Shine bright like a diamond. It shouldn't be so hard. You're right. It's simple. Shine nice to meet you. Aww. Aww. Does he have a brother? Beautiful like diamonds in the sky. Do you want to come with me to my parents for the fourth? I have these two front row tickets to the Giants game, and I was wondering if you'd go with me. Shine bright like a diamond, Beauty Would you mind if I take a picture of this car? Maybe ask my boyfriend when he gets out? It was like a switch went off. Carter! You know I never hurt you, right? Do I? Leah, open the door! I think I jump into things sometimes. How about we start over? I can't believe he's here. He's out there. He's watching me. That email went out this morning from your account. My account? Can't you see I've been set up? You think you got a second shot? She doesn't want anything to do with you. Probably remembering the sex right now. Hey, Shut up! I'm gonna wipe that smug look off your face. So you can't protect me? I'm doing everything I can within the law. I want my life back.
0: That was the trailer for The Perfect Guy. Our first. He's
1: under the bed. He's under
0: the bed in that one, everybody. Uh, this is um, directed by David M. Rosenthal. Uh, direct, or written rather by uh, Tiger Williams. Uh, here's the INDB plot line. After breaking up with her boyfriend, a professional woman gets involved with a man who seems almost too good to be true. This is uh, starring uh Sana Lathan. Uh, Michael Ealy, uh, Morris Chestnut, L. Scott Cal- Caldwell, and Charles S. Dutton, handful of others as well. Uh, now, Matt, I posted mm-hmm. this on Facebook because I was yep. just like, because I thought something and I thought wrong, and I just want to get it out here, get it in the clear right now. I thought I thought Morris Chestnut was was uh, Mike Coulter, who's going to be uh, Luke Cage. They the, look very similar. They look I alike. Give you that. Mike right. Coulter,
1: I think, is a lot older. He met yeah,
0: well probably.
1: <laughs> Has been in a lot more stuff. But I'm look I'm just like I'm like
0: these guys they look they they look they're, they're just they're big burly bald dudes with goatees. They look no, similar.
1: I know. I just nope. did. I just like I did went to the call end of that. You out on
0: it? No, but I called myself out on it. I'm okay, just like, because I was and just you? like, oh yeah, exactly. I was and just you like, you were
1: being all whitey about. I was,
0: it. I was being super white <laughs> about it. I was just like, oh shit, that I did. Like, I swear to God, I did not mean it that way. It was not intentional whatsoever. Yeah, I mean,
1: side by side, these guys, uh, like you, even posted a photo. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like side by side, they look very. They similar.
0: look very similar. Bit similar builds, bald head, goatee. Then,
1: yeah. You know, I mean, there's a re like morris chestnut if he were younger would have been cast to play luke cage yeah i could see that right like the reason they went with mike Colter is because he's also somewhere around uh uh oh fuck i can't remember her name right now uh he's playing jessica jones Kristen ritter ritter yeah. Kristen ritter mm-hmm. uh somewhere around her age right yeah like that's why
0: <laughs> oh so, anyway we, we got to have people in with long legs um, for these things
1: let's let me ask you because i I gather that you sort of liked this movie i
0: like this movie i saw the trailer i thought it was going to be absolute crap
1: Uh and
0: i came out of it enjoying it i mean now listen it's it is what it is and we'll talk about that but for what it attempted to do and what it did i was
1: completely fine with it well so it is an enjoyable movie uh like the, I was in a packed theater last night, so a Sunday night, uh, at like seven watching this thing, and uh, people were really enjoying themselves watching it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This movie is terrible.
0: Oh, it's it is not really, like
1: it's, it's not high no, 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 class no. or is, anything, no, it is worse than Transporter Refuel. Oh, come on now, it is worse. The look, uh, here's a couple of things, right? Morris Chestnut, really good actor. Michael Ealy, really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, they are fucking god awful in this. <laughs> they are garbage in this movie, and it's all direction and writing. It is played so far over the top, and, and in such like heightened, uh, like emotionality of. Oh, it's it's fucking god awful.
0: No, I mean, look, I, I'm not is, saying it's not watchable. It's
1: a soap it opera y kind of thing for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it it these the performances in this movie would sweep the daytime Emmys. <laughs> they would sweep the daytime Emmys. Uh, no, this movie is no good. It's too rushed. Uh, everything happens very quickly. Yeah. Um we, right? don't, like we don't, we don't get the in initial relationship, relationship. She's in love with another dude. And then that dude turns like he, he has a violent episode and instantly she's like, you know what? Yeah. I don't even know you anymore, which was the most hilarious line in the world right then. It's like, uh, you just uh, met this guy. Yeah. Not only did you just meet this guy, but you took him to your parents' house and you never took the guy you were just dating for two years to your parents' house. But also, even though you've only known this guy for a few weeks, he beats a dude up and your response is I don't even know you anymore. You don't know him. You didn't know him when he was in the car with you. Yeah. You didn't know him when he was at your parents. But also just every single time that Michael Ely is on screen is the most outrageously over-the-top staring contest yeah. uh, of like creepy stares I've ever seen. <laughs> no, you're not. Right. It's it's just too much. It is way too much. I know that audiences like this thing. Uh, It played very well. People got really into it, but it's a big, really stupid movie. It is a really stupid movie. How long did the neighbor stand there before Carter killed her without even attempting to go to a phone? Who does that? I'll tell you who doesn't do that. The paranoid white neighbor of a black woman. She's got
0: the she's got the phone 911 a- already dialed. She's just waiting to hit send.
1: That's what I'm saying, right? Like the the paranoid white woman who's the neighbor of the black woman who already responded negatively when introduced to this guy.
2: Yeah.
1: does not hesitate calling 911 when she's being chased by the motherfucker. It just doesn't happen, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not going to stand there at the door and just be like frozen in fear. Cause that motherfucker is coming in, and also, how'd he get in? I don't know. He was at the door, and <laughs> he went through the back door. The the, behind her.
0: There's a sliding glass back it's door that lit. was open,
1: and he was the, like, Yeah, fucking fo-
0: Bugs Bunny. He is inside that house yeah,
1: in the foyer <laughs> of the house, right? In the foyer, he is he just boom. Uh, I, this movie sucked, dude. It's I terrible. think
0: I think my <laughs> I th- I think why I reacted so positively to it is because I went in with such low expectations that it was just like anything that wasn't absolute garbage I thought, you know, was was fine. Like look, I mean if we're going on a star scale I'm going right,
1: to I'm going to spoil the shit out of it right now.
0: Watch yourself, kids.
1: <laughs> uh, this movie did one thing right and it was actually allowing the the, the bad guy Carter to kill the other dude. Yeah. When that happened, I was like, this is pretty hardcore, man. Uh, but you know, there's no I kept expecting the parents to play back into it because I'll like why wouldn't he go and do something, right? Like this is how all kinds of stuff works. Uh the best friends never play into it really more than uh just being able to tell the story of sounding why she's sounding I...
0: boards for for plot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um it's it is I couldn't I'm
0: no look I'm going but, two and a half out of five on this so I'm, I'm not go don't, hard one don't think that I'm like I'm, I'm I'm giving this like five stars or nothing
1: no I, I know you're not I'm just I'm going a hard one star single no better than that <laughs> it is I didn't see the boy next door but I imagine it's that bad you saw Boy um, Next Door. I had
0: a little more fun with this one than the Boy Next Door because Boy Next Door, like the only like the real part that makes that movie good is the last ten minutes. Okay. This is this is at least this has some moments throughout it, and I'll say this: Uh-huh. one of the better portrayals of cops that I've seen in movies. Because number one, they they're not retarded; they don't oh, I act will say completely this. stupid. I
1: will also agree on that point that uh, that the the guy who plays the cop in here. Mm-hmm uh is really good right he's yeah. uh holt McAlany. he's or McAlany. i forget how he says he's been in a ton of shit right he's one of those face um, guys yeah well and he and he plays a cop on blue bloods <laughs> um uh and he's right he's played cops basically all the time yeah. uh, he was in uh gangster squad which sucked um he was he was in uh like law and order as a detective he was also on Heroes for a little while, hmm. he, but he's he's been in like Alien Three and Three Kings and Fight Club and all that shit, right? Yeah, he's been around. Um, I would rather have this uh, have this movie have been about like the police investigation of this shit than watching the shit that we were given. Uh, yeah, that's that's where I come down. I, this movie is terrible. I don't know what what you saw and liked about it, but. Uh, Woo, buddy! It's garbage.
0: I'm telling you. Well, I'm that's what I'm saying. I think the low. I think the low expectations that I had. It just it it turned out far better than I had anticipated, and I think that's what that's what at least had me like it as much as I do. Not perfect. It's not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. But I didn't go out of that going like I wasted a shitload of time there, didn't I? I was like, nah. You know, it could have. There was. I've seen a lot worse this year. I've seen a lot worse.
1: So. Uh, well, I mean, I've seen those same things, and this is right down there with them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, see, this is good though. This is good because this will at least let people know that we don't agree on everything. So, oh
1: Lord, no. So no, go go and listen to some other. There's episodes some other things. I think, but I think
0: sometimes there's a possibility that people just be like these two guys. They just they fucking like the same shit. And, I, and no, like, no 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 you know, no.
1: Listen to the Wolf Cop episode. Oh my
0: <laughs> Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I've still said I need to give it another shot when I'm a little bit more awake and, you know, and cognizant, but, you know, whatever.
1: See, that already points to something that is better than this. All right. so I would not give this another shot if it were... Oh, I'd watch
0: this four three, times before i watched Wolf Cop
1: again. Oh, I would... I hope to never watch this movie again. I don't want to hear about it from anyone. I probably won't. Um, I'd love to see all of the actors in other better movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, fine,
1: fair enough. Much better movies. Oh, except except for Routina Wesley. I have to fucking hate on her. She is terrible. She was awful in True Blood. As I was about Tara. to say was that a True Blood girl? Yeah, she is god awful. She's in uh Arrow now apparently. Really? And um I just uh uh-uh. I can't deal with her. She is fucking terrible. I don't know why she keeps getting work. Uh her agent she... must be very fucking good. Uh, at schmoozing is all I know because there is <laughs> no way this girl is passing auditions. Uh, she is fucking god awful, insufferable, and here she doesn't even have anything to do. When I wanted to like rip the screen, she's apart.
0: got that realness, Matt, and you just can't handle
1: it. No, she has that terribleness.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, I, I mean, I part can't of the wrong. problem
1: is probably that she keeps getting work with very talented casts and not taking any fucking notes from them, apparently.
0: Yeah, it's usually I mean there's a lot of times when you get around better actors and stuff it kind of ups your game a bit, but maybe not. No, she,
1: not her. She's been terrible. She yeah, will continue uh-huh. being terrible, I have no doubt.
0: But yeah, she, guys, you want to you want to learn how to be creepy. Go watch The
1: Perfect Guy. It'll uh you'll mm. Anywho. Also, though, <laughs> who even would think that that guy was the perfect guy? Like the way he's acting when she falls for him is fucking weird and creepy. Yeah, well... Because that's how he's presented in the movie, which may... Right, right, this is the problem of the portrayal again. The fucking guy is creepy. From the get-go. Way too into her. I don't... God, this fucking movie, man. Audiences will like it. I guess, go see it. Who gives a shit? Because apparently you will.
0: Number one at the box office. Can't argue
1: with that. Well... uh, (laughs) Well, you can almost by less than uh, $40,000 apparently. So
0: Hey, that's some of these movies don't even make that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's true.
0: All right, so, uh, we're we're looking at you uh we are your friends. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. I right. haven't seen that thing. It's N- not even out anymore, so I probably won't. No. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to bother torrenting that shit. Yeah, I don't think so. All you know, right. I, so- I would have to search for it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> You'd have to, and, and still, it's like Pirate Bay comes <laughs> up with Goose Egg and a Middle Finger.
1: <laughs> and, and watch that motherfucker be the one that you'd get the fucking cease and desist notification for.
0: Yep. It's like, hey, you can't torrent. This is like, look, motherfucker. You've All because already it lost- has
1: like a Skrillex track in it or some oh, shit. Not even from the movie. Anyway right. Let's rip this band-aid off Let's get down to our last
0: new release review of the week Here is the trailer for The Visitor Every day it's a- getting close
2: Are you holding my camera properly? Swerve, girl uh... Stop, both of you Hi, mom my parents asked okay. if their grandchildren could visit them for a week. Here we are. This is where our mom grew up. I've wanted to spend time with you for so long. Miss you guys! <laughs> mom! We're having a great time. I have not seen your Nana this happy in years. <laughs> Bedtime time here is 9.30. It's probably best you two shouldn't come out of your room after that. See you in the morning. 9.30? 9.30. 930.
1: What is that? It's 1047.
2: We think there's someone outside the door. What the hell was that?
0: I think Nana's not feeling well. Grandmother is fine.
2: It's like somebody talking in their sleep. What's he doing? They're weird during the day. We're just cleaning it.
0: And even weirder at night.
2: Mom, um, there's something wrong
0: with Nana and Papa. They're just old. Bear
2: with it for a couple of
0: days.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nana, are you OK? They're hiding something. It's just the end of your trip.
0: It's all over. I'm <laughs> gonna get you. To-
2: ah! ah! Let's make it a perfect night. Ah! What is that? Ah! Martin, you need to come right now. Ah! Ah! Would you mind getting inside the oven to clean it?
0: All right, everybody, that was the trailer for The Visit, our last new release review of the week, written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. IMDb plotline, a single mother finds that uh, things in her family's life go very wrong after two young children visit their grandparents. Uh, This is starring Olivia Delange, uh, Ed, oh boy. Oxenbold? Sure. Well, that's, that's you're something. all over
1: the place already. It's uh, with a J in there, so Olivia de Jong or de Jong, but I'm going to say de Uh um, <laughs> Listen,
0: you're just going to be in charge of this from now it's,
1: on. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why Oxenbold, we have me do this. It's Deanna just... <laughs> Dugan, uh, Dunigan, Peter McRobbie as Pop Pop, and then uh, the lovely and amazing Catherine Hahn. Loved her. As I always Mom. love her and stuff. Uh, okay. All Where right. do you want to start on this? Oh, hold on. I know where I want to start, All and right. then we're not going to talk about it anymore. Okay, we're not, go- we're not going to talk about what it is. We're not going to do anything dealing with uh, spoilers uh, in that regard. Uh-huh. Did you see the twist coming? Not really. No. Okay, me neither. I think this is this is a good thing. Yeah. That we didn't, that neither one of us saw it. I, as the movie goes along, you sort of start to pick up things. Yeah. But but once it hits, you're just like, oh yeah oh and what I like about the way that the twist is handled is it's not all the way at the end like some of the other stuff that shyamalan has been known for it's it's pretty early and then more stuff happens right um, it kind of all comes together
0: well that's the thing is like you, you you get to you get to the twist and then and then it things kick into gear uh-huh right which is nice
1: yes um okay so we're done with that. There's a fucking twist. I don't think anyone's. Uh, and then my Shyamalan movie, has a it. twist, Matthew. No. Um. Okay, but it but it's not even a big twist. It's not just really. like the it is the reveal of what is going on. Right. right. Uh. Okay. Here's where here's where we'll start then. All right. This movie is fucking weird. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like the trailer hints at it but actually experiencing this movie is one of the weirdest things I think I've ever seen in a theater. Um, and it's, and it's not because of the things happening being weird necessarily. It is made very weirdly. Okay. As well. Explain yourself, Lucy. Uh, so this is what I like to call the Shyamalan weakness, right? Um, so no, He's the, not in this movie. He's not in it. <laughs> uh, <Weakness> uh, <laughs> that is the weakness. No, uh, that's a strength, actually, that he's not there like being the savior of some shit. Hi. Um, no, this movie is framed, right? It's First off, if it's not obvious to you guys from the trailer, it's, it's found footage. Uh, this girl has made a documentary about this visit, uh, which is a little far-fetched given uh, what happens in the movie. Um, because right, like, why would she take the time to edit all this shit together afterward? Um, yeah,
0: that's not, yeah, you know, yeah. You know.
1: But, but, as, but all that aside, right? That's just a given. You have to take with some of these things. Whatever. Um, the thing that is not believable is not any of what happens in the movie. It is uh, other than the girl, Becca, mm-hmm. using the words that she uses. It is the She talks like someone who is not a teenager.
0: And no. How many teenagers At do you know all use times. things like mise-en-scene?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, not only that, right? Like every, everything that comes out of her mouth almost is too old. Um, I don't know. That, that might be the biggest flaw. I have no idea. I also think uh, – so the other big awful thing that was just like gut-wrenchingly excruciating and – I know this was something that M. Night Shyamalan thought was cool or that would appeal to people, is uh, the brother, Tyler, is also a rapper, and that shit is excruciating. Yes. It is a punishment to sit through the scenes where this is happening.
0: Yeah, it's like, this is what you put on DVD outtakes.
1: Uh, No. No,
0: you don't. Well, you don't have to watch him on the DVD outtakes.
1: (laughs) It is... But he builds it into like a plot thing, right? Or a, at least a story world thing where you know that this kid is a freestylist. Uh-huh. And he does it multiple times in the movie. It's not just once. Yeah. It's and then it's done with. It's like a character building thing. It yeah. is a thing that is just repeatedly there. And it also ends the movie terribly. Yeah.
0: And and like he, in, 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 uh, you know, I mean, this is no real spoiler. But Shyamalan, he, he puts it on his brother's shoulders that 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 last bit was in there as the credits are going. He well, like
1: he fucking no, blames him. Girl, it's not him putting it on. It's, oh, okay. It's the girl directed the movie. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Right. And Whatever. and earlier in the film, she he says like you have to end the movie with me rapping. Her. Oh goddamn! Yeah, I forgot. So that's where it comes in. But and this is nothing. It's even worse Gaggers. now. It's
0: even worse than I thought. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You wrote uh, it into the bloody script. Exactly. Um, this is nothing uh, against any of the actors either. I thought that both this, uh, this kid, uh, Ed Oxenbold, as yeah. Tyler, and Olivia de Jong uh, are good. Uh, in this movie. First time I've seen her, he was good uh, earlier this year
0: in Alexander's Terrible No Good, Bad Day, whatever the fuck it's called. She was
1: in a pretty solid movie uh, earlier this year or late last year, I can't remember, called The Sisterhood of Night. Okay. Um, That is worth checking out for you out there uh, in listener land. Um, But yeah, like this was kind of the first time she's been prominently featured, really. Yeah. And I, and I thought they were fine. I also have to say that, uh, both, um, Peter McRobbie and Deanna Dunigan were good. Yeah. Uh, Peter McRobbie is like pretty much always great. He's in tons of stuff. He's also the, uh, the priest and daredevil, right. Uh, That's probably where people have seen him most recently. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So all the performances are top notch. It has those major flaws, it still remains pretty effectively creepy throughout the whole movie though. Yeah. I mean, Pre- it's like
0: it, it's, it says something when you can do things in broad daylight and it's still scary. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's a scene and you, know, you see it in the trailer and everything where they are under, uh, under the house. And the, there's like a little kind of crawl space almost. that's just yeah. opened by some lattice. And, um, you know, they talk about how their mom said that she had like kind of, you know, played hide and seek and stuff around in this area and whatnot. And um <clears throat> so but and then you see the the old lady kind of chasing him through there and it it is scary as shit.
1: Yeah, it's it's all well, it works on a couple of levels. The first one is uh like why the fuck is she down there? Right. The second is how she actually moves and what works about that is uh it's kind of this weird galloping thing right but yeah. you, you only see it once very quickly in a in a full shot and then after that uh the next time you actually see the old lady the the mom the uh, nana right mm-hmm. uh is when she like stands up and comes out of the crawl space and is like that's fun
0: wasn't that when that, that a blast yeah like, and- no
1: you just scared the ever-living shit out of me but it's it's like just you were gonna like this really bizarre me. movement that that adds to it that you also don't see again right yeah. uh so it it does that uh the night behaviors are really bizarre um there are some actually really good and earned jump scares uh which is odd the movie's the movie's creepy yeah. Which is which is more than I can say for uh, um, several other things that I've seen in the past couple of years, <laughs> as well as some of the other stuff that Shyamalan's done. In its best moments, uh, The Visit is as good as the best moments of The Village, which also had some very creepy things. Yeah. In its worst moments, it is also as bad as The Village, which had some very bad moments.
0: But speaking of M. Night, Shyamalan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's that's where we wanted to go, right? Is yeah. like, how's this stack up? I think it's his best movie since The Village, and The Village is not a great movie. The Visit is not a great movie, but they're serviceable things. Uh, this one works actually as a comedy as well, which is all probably an added value. It's probably a good thing that that works as a comedy.
0: Well, you know what I just thought. Uh huh and his last two really good movies. Well, I mean maybe you might consider The Happening possibly one a little bit to a degree. No, I'll get your opinion on that. But um the last two really good movies like you said uh um uh the following and or not the following because I'm looking at a picture of that might <laughs> It's in the YouTube thing when it paused. Uh so I'm just like that's not right. Uh The Village rather and <gasps> and uh, and this as uh Twilight Zone episodes. Yeah. They, there, the, those are very much. These are very much Twilight Zone episodes. Maybe, maybe the the uh, the Village a little bit more, but uh, this one is could also very well be a Twilight Zone episode. Maybe, maybe a little bit of the happening, but you know. I
1: think this one um, ends better than the Village does. This has a better ending than the
0: Village. Yeah, I can see that. But like when the, when the I mean, here's the thing. The uh-huh. problem with the village is, is, you have the twist. I mean, we'll, we'll keep it fairly vague for those that haven't seen it. But you have the twist, and then there's a long following scene there that sucks ass. Yes, that's that's what kills the momentum of that. If you exercise that from the entire thing, or just or play it different for crying out loud, it it it, it could have worked. Uh huh. And but you just you you have the thing of that's where M Night Shyamalan's care, uh, cameo comes into play, and it's done to where it's not shot to where it's not shot conventionally for some weird ass reason, though the rest of the movie is shot as such. So uh-huh. I I don't understand that, but that that's where that's where the ending there falls apart. And and like I said, that's one of the complaints that I've had with with Shyamalan for a long time, uh, even all the way going back to uh, the Sixth Sense, and you know. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense. I know everybody's <laughs> fucking seen that shit. But, you know, I mean, I thought, like, the most amazing time for uh, that movie to end is the second that he finds out that he's dead. And then just, boom, cut to black and we're finished. Now, we do lose out on a great Haley Joel Osment uh, scene uh, talking about talk to his mom and everything about how everything's going to be okay. It's a beautiful scene. I'd almost hate to lose that one. But then you have the uh, the kind of follow-up scene with that as well. Uh, where he's watching the videotape of his wife, and um, that kind of sucked. I mean, I I understand what it's trying to convey and everything, but, I mean, if you'd have been like, oh, he's dead, black credits, I mean, how much of a punch in the dick would that have been? It would have been amazing. Kind of almost a little bit same thing uh, for The Village. Uh, Unbreakable does a decent enough job, Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's some, like, he just, he adds these codas to these things that don't really need to be there. It's because he's a
1: pretentious dick. It's because he doesn't trust sticking the landing. Yeah, he has to stick the landing and then fucking strut around with it a minute.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like it's just like, oh no, we gotta, we, we we stick the landing, but there, but mom's gonna be behind you just to, you know, just to put the, her hands on your back, just to go, ooh, don't fall, don't fall, I got you, I got you. It's like, no, we've you, already stuck it. We don't need any help to kind of fucking buffer ourselves from falling. Right. You have stuck it, you idiot. Um, yes. But no, it's and and this doesn't it doesn't fall into that because I do, I didn't feel the twist and then and then feel like oh sweet Jesus will they ever end it was that it is what it needs to happen in his movies was twist and then we keep on rolling, but I mean <sighs> exercise that last bit out son that that credit piece, not that the rest of those rap sequences could have been cut either. Um,
1: that shit is unbearable. That is if. If mm-hmm. that had not been a thing that is in this movie at all, I would probably like it a little more.
0: Yeah, I think Maybe you're right too. I think I think you're right. I mean, and and I like the actor. It's just like and and you know. But uh, gee whiz,
1: <laughs> gee whiz. I, that's as gee golly That's, wizard, that's Riddler, as much whatever. as I can say. I don't uh, know. Okay. Um, final thoughts on this thing. I, I, I recommend enough. I'm going to recommend it too um, just because uh, it has – I think it's as good as M. Night Shyamalan has been in some of the moments where people really liked him. Yeah, It's also nowhere near as bad as The Happening, which I'm fascinated with and love watching um, and think the acting is really good in for weird reasons that I don't want to get into right this second. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you want to get but into those it's reasons, a terrible Matt.
0: movie,
1: Come on. <laughs> well, I've talked about it before. I, I think. Know. Where, right? Where like the actors are doing a really good job. It's just M Night Shyamalan doesn't know what the fuck the movie is.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, right. And so like they're doing what they're supposed to do, but then the movie sucks around it. Um. But right, like I, I I'm gonna say this is a good recommendation. He's back on solid ground, at least, uh, at the, at the very least he's crafted a, a just a really strange movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that also does, it does work as found footage as well. Um, and it's, and it's incredibly like gorgeously and carefully shot. Um, which is something that doesn't get enough attention in these types of movies, but, um, right, It's like, one of the most uh,
0: high production looking, uh, Bloomhouse movies we've seen in a bit.
1: Well, and it's also well, it's shot by the same guy who um like he's he's been doing predominantly documentaries for his uh, entire life, right? Oh, that'll help. But uh he but he shot The Wrestler and um like he's been doing a lot Which of is, stuff, right? The Wrestler was one of his um, before that uh, he he did uh one of the fucking shit what is it? Uh the hunter s thompson documentary um and then uh crumb and velvet gold mine okay so he's he's good right yeah. and that helps is, is that this guy knows what he's doing with a camera um to make it look good but also make it look like somebody is conceivably filming this handheld style right right as opposed to just using digital HD video real uh, shit looking uh, stuff to like, cause you look at this and you're like, damn, this shit looks good, son. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to right. Like, and I, and I do think that's where having the girl be interested in making films comes into it, because it's one of the things I like about the Romero diary of the dead is that the movie still looks good. And it's because the guy has studied things and knows how to hold a camera and blah, 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 blah. blah, And it, it creates a different aesthetic not a jag who got a camera last
0: week and goes i'm
1: gonna film everything yeah or somebody who's just hanging out at a party with their fucking camcorder when something starts happening and now that's what we're watching right yeah um anyway okay so that is that it that's it we're done uh visit go see it
0: yeah um so uh with that next week it's a big one kids uh they're stepping back up uh, so we got uh the Maze Runner, the uh the Scorch Trials. So the Scorch Trials, Scorch, Scorch, Coach.
1: It's scotch. Scorch. All right, I was I'm, I'm just calling oh. it Scorch because that's fine. Scorch. Uh
0: huh. Uh, so uh, the uh, follow up to uh the popular Maze Runner uh movie, I think it did fairly well. I mean, obviously well enough to get a sequel
1: it did here. Very well in video, from what I understand.
0: Yeah, and of course, interestingly enough. Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah I, i've never watched it. i'm gonna go watch the uh i, I went to my uh, parents house this weekend i went to. oh uh, that's another thing uh i saw mission impossible ghost protocol again with my dad because he hadn't seen it yet and he likes going to movies with people Yeah, so. it's still fucking awesome oh, it's, right? it's still great i was Wait. just like i looked at him and i go did you, you mean think the that
1: newest that, one
0: not ghost protocol nah the newest one goddamn okay. rogue nation uh okay. so we went to see rogue nation and i was just like i was like would you believe that that was two and a half hours he's like get out of here it's like didn't feel like it did it nope <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, so I went and I picked up. The, I know he had the Maze Runner on Blu-ray, so I borrowed that from him. So I'm going to watch that before we watch the new movie. Um, we of course have also Everest coming out, which I'm interested to see in IMAX. I'm going to pay a little bit extra money. Uh, we don't have that on the movie pass yet. Movie pass people, get on that for the other places. We want it. I'll pay a little Maybe, bit more extra per uh, month.
1: We'll yeah, do it. Pay, pay a little extra per month. 24 I wanna, or four bucks. It's done. I
0: want to do. I want to go to the 3ds and then the IMAXs. Give me the money. Get, 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 I'll pay you. Just let, make it happen. Uh, and, of course, uh, Black Mass. So a lot of big hype coming out saying Johnny Depp's doing a great performance. And, but Johnny Depp's playing a human being, so I don't know if that's true or not. Because I haven't seen Johnny <laughs> Depp play a human being in probably ten years. He's played a lot of human-esque characters. I don't know if he's played a human per se. Uh, so that'll be uh, interesting to see. But it's, it's getting a fair amount of love right now. So very uh, very interested. So we'll be talking about all three of uh, all that. How are there four directors on this thing? And which just, one? I just pulled this up on the on the, and it may be just a mistake. Which one? On on Black Mass, I look here and there's like four directors. There's John. It's McCooks. just
1: Scott Cooper. Okay.
0: Why is it got the three other cats listed here?
1: I don't know what you're looking at.
0: I don't know John McBride, John Polana, and Ed <laughs> Cookson. Who the fuck are they? I don't know. What? I don't know. This is what the Flixster app's saying. I don't know. Well, I, why are you on Flixster? Because it what shows say? me what the new stuff is, and I rate the other things. Get off my back.
1: <laughs> well, that's why. That's why it has. I don't know. Is it another movie called Black Mass out there that they are confusing their data with? Because sometimes Fandango does that. I don't
0: know. There's a lot that I don't know about nothing, and I don't know about nothing. So
1: I'm gonna look this up. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, we'll I'm gonna something. I'm gonna fucking come down on this shit. Figure it out.
0: So we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be talking about those next week. Yeah, in, that is uh, not
1: right. This is some fucking video thing from uh, so 2005. Some, so some shit got
0: fucking jacked in the middle. Okay.
1: During World War II, four American GIs get caught up behind enemy lines, seek shelter in an old church where they meet a bizarre priest. Soon they learn the Nazis have been tapping certain supernatural powers. GIs must then combat their toughest opponent yet, evil in its purest form. Uh, Why are we watching that? It's apparently a video-only release. Oh, so it's good. Um, So you know it's hot. I don't know where the fuck you could find it, though. Um, Uh, So there you go. Good luck. Maybe if you still have, like, a Netflix uh, CD rental thing.
0: Are you still that person? So you can, uh, you know, head on out, do that shit. Why not?
1: But no, uh, Black Mass, only directed by Scott
0: Cooper. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So uh, we're gonna be doing all three of those next week. So sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself. You uh, guys know where to find us. You you know all that stuff. Uh, so Matt, you got the thing. I got the thing.
1: I'm on the tweets.
0: It's on the tweets. Matt no, underscore Boyd underscore the, Smith. Just. Do that shit, people. Um, so we're gonna be doing that, and of course follow me at uh, here movie podcast here movie podcastcom By the way, um, so. Uh, The um, preacher has just been greenlit by AMC. Uh We're going to be recording an episode zero very soon, and that's going to be out on a feed. We're going to, you know, let everybody know exactly where to go and what to do and everything. Uh, But we, our plans are to have the best fucking preacher podcast out there, right? Because we've already got at least
1: make as much money off of having domain names snatched up. Which we
0: already motherfucking do, (laughs) bitches. I got Preacher Podcast like back when they fucking announced that this was going to be a thing. I picked that shit up quick. I'm like, boom. Uh, So we're going to be doing that. And uh, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, that'll be happening here. All right. So that is it, everybody. Until next week, when we talk about more new release reviews for Matt Smith, I'm Adam Porter. Take it easy, everybody. Shut up. I took a long... I was just like, ooh, I can play this and take a pee. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. I was talking about just finally being done with these movies this week.
0: Yeah. It was, um, you it's know... It's a
1: long, arduous road.
0: We, we battled, baby. We battled. So, yeah, not too long a show, though, all, all, all things
1: considered. Nor should it have been.
0: No. I don't think that people were just like, I wish... I hope they spend 45 minutes on Transporter field." I don't know why, um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> why are you Harry Carey?
0: Hi hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed our Transporter Refuel episode. It was one of the greatest films I ever saw in my life.
1: I ate three hot dogs.
0: I ate three hot dogs during that film and I pooped them out later. It was great.
1: Ugh, <laughs> uh, man.
0: Um, Everest could suck, but like, I think it's going to be at least fun to look at.
1: No, I think it'll be alright. It's got a lot
0: of good people in it. Uh-huh. And what's his face? <laughs> oh, uh, fucking... Which what's his face? What's there are lots of what's his faces. What's that? that fucking?
1: Uh, you know the um. So what I didn't to talk about because I feel like it would have been unfair is like, uh, the perfect guy. Yeah, is like a really really shitty stalker movie compared to The Gift. Yeah. Well. And, and that's surprising because I had equally low expectations for both of them.
0: Yeah, Jason Clark is who I was talking about.
1: Oh, that guy's fucking amazing, man. Mm-hmm. I, if I you can, had said that take, guy, like can, Jason I, Clark, I can, I'd be like, yeah, I fucking love Jason I, Clark. I can take him or leave him.
0: Sometimes oh. I care like about some Did something.
1: you watch ever watch Brotherhood on Showtime? No. You gotta watch that show, man. It's good. It's him and uh, that other Jason. Jason, uh, not Statham. Sudeikis. <laughs> no, don't know. Uh, hold on. Ritter. Uh, let's see. No. And the Argonauts. God fucking damn it. No. Jason Isaacs. <laughs> you know Jason Isaacs, right? He's Chris British. Isaacs' brother, right? Yes, Chris Isaacs' brother.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: <laughs> no. God. You listen to his voice work all the time. I probably do but no he was in uh he was in john wick and in fury and uh he, he played malfoy in the uh harry potter movies. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 right that guy um anyway brotherhood's really good it's uh like he, he, jason isaacs and jason clark play um brothers in rhode island um so it's
0: not just a clever name
1: no and uh one of them is a is a state uh representative in the legislature and another is a Criminal. Um, it's really good.
0: It's pronounced criminal.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't like Jason Clark. I've always liked that guy. Eh. He, just, he could I, have been so good if Terminator Genesis were any good.
0: I just feel like he's just, I, I feel he's overexposed. I think he's in too much stuff.
1: I don't think he's in enough stuff no. at all.
0: Well, that's where you're wrong. <laughs>
1: Not even true. Uh, uh
0: yeah no, the next couple of weeks are uh they're starting to get up there a little bit. We're starting to get a little uh-huh. bit of
1: a little bit of a grind back in. Let uh, me uh let me ask you here um about this uh preacher cast. Okay. Uh just for you know little nuggets for people who are yeah. listening still. Yeah, yeah. Uh it's gonna be more closely affiliated probably with the hero movie podcast than our thing. Yeah. Um What's the language going to be like? Salty we're gonna, or un?
0: We're gonna maybe not
1: quite as salty as this show, but we're fuck gonna. That. <laughs> how are how are you going to dis- No, we're still gonna. No, no,
0: we're still gonna. I mean, we pretty much said it. Like I was talking to
1: kids going uh, I watching was talking Preacher, Shut and it, up and
0: let oh. me listen. Let me fucking tell you what I'm <laughs> fucking asshole. Shut up. <laughs> Bruce and I were talking about it last Let's night. See. We're like anything that they could say on the show, we say here.
1: That is right up until fuck.
0: Well, yeah, exactly just I mean if it comes out it comes out it's fine we're gonna label it as explicit so I mean you know not like I said not quite as fuck bomb as this episode as this fucking podcast is but you know just we can we can still kind of do whatever
1: I'm just saying like if kids are watching that show and listening to the podcast with their parents fuck them. I'm, I'm just I'm just talking for
0: people in general <laughs> no I'm not t- I look if any kid listens to it that's their fucking if fault pe-
1: if people are listening to the podcast and watch preacher.
0: Fuck and off. you listen to this, and you and you're offended. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, it, it is that it is that much,
1: but you know, I mean, I just no, I, I just curious, just not curious hardcore, we're but no, we trying to get the info out. Right? We'll have uh, an explicit tag, yes. So there, so there's that.
0: Yes, it'll we'll have an explicit tag to where we talk about everything. We're not going to talk about people's chowder buckets. It'll be titties. <laughs> like the good Lord didn't.
1: <laughs> How. Uh... <laughs> Who who do you have uh, uh, rallied for this show so far?
0: Well, we'd like to get Sean, but to do it because he's also a big preacher fan. Um, we're not sure what his work schedule is going to be like because yeah. he is working his balls off on TV. They've just been. I'm, I'm definitely on board. They've been killing him. He'll probably be free by that time. My guess is. Uh, so with the episode zero, though, we'll just we need to just get something out in a feed. So I was talking with Bruce, and we'll record a thing tomorrow or uh, or next Saturday.
1: It's coming this Saturday,
0: and uh, we'll just we'll kind of give a we'll we'll kind of give an intro. Just I mean, maybe no longer than maybe twenty minutes. Give a little bit of info about who we are, kind of the background and stuff, and a little bit about you know kind of um, experience with the comic, what we kind of uh-huh. expect, what we hope, um, you know, possible pitfalls, whatever. Um, but just a, a quick introduction to the thing, and to really kind of get our name out there, and because we have enough crossover audience and stuff, we can tell the H and and you know maybe a film find person or two, to go and actually review the show even before we get started, because a handful of reviews right off the top will definitely help.
1: De- definitely.
0: So, and I th- I think I think with that, I mean, because right, so we were um, I was at a podcast panel. At Dragon Con.
1: Surprising. I
0: know. And there was a guy that was come up and, and the uh the name of the uh, of the panel was like, you know, just kind of how to uh you know, essentially make money uh, you know, with your podcast. And there was a cat that came up and he's just like, Yeah, you know, I um uh, it's like, oh, we got any questions for the au- uh, from the audience. So the audience comes up, and uh, yeah, this one guy goes up and he goes, yeah, so I have a podcast, and uh, we have about 10,000 downloads a week. And everybody, <laughs> like even the hosts were just like, fuck you. What do you want for us to, you, you know, you got, those are pretty good numbers, buddy. For somebody who's in here just going, I need some help. You have 10,000 downloads a week. Shut the fuck up. Uh, but he, it turns out he did a uh, a Walking Dead podcast, so. Uh, that that apparently I guess people know, but uh, I I think we can do those numbers, maybe close.
1: For, yeah, well, well, if it's attached to a specific TV show, yeah. Like if you if you guys did a um a fucking Agents of Shield episode every week, right? Yeah. You you'd get thousands of people downloading. Yeah. That's the nature of that thing. It is fucking exhausting to do that for more than one show.
0: Oh yeah, no shit. I mean, and exactly. and we
1: and we already do. Like you do two shows a week. I do one. Yeah, and uh, and Bruce and I have even said be doing three.
0: Yeah, and Bruce and I even said yeah. He's I think he's up to three now. Uh, <laughs> um, but we we said that we'll probably simulcast at least one or two weeks just so we don't get fucking killed over HMP. Uh so maybe you know once a month we'll throw in one there just so we don't have to do yet another fucking thing. Uh uh-huh. um but no I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited and I want to you know I want I want to build it up and uh, make it a thing. And hey, we only have to do like what, 13? That's not bad. Yeah. So we'll do it. That's a preview kids. Boom. Uh-